0: Welcome to Slackerwood Podcast number 14, also known as Survival of the Fantastic Fest Dead. I'm Jed Kernian. I'm Debbie Serta. I'm Jen Brown. I think Jen has the Fantastic Fest flu.
1: I have Fantastic Fest flu. (laughs) I was trying to hope it was allergies, but there was a fever yesterday, so I think it's the Fantastic Fest flu.
0: Maybe we should call it zombie flu. Like swine flu. Fantastic flu. Fantastic
1: flu. Versus South by
2: Scurvy. Yes.
0: Yes. We were all there, obviously. Saw 90 bajillion movies and had 90 bajillion drinks at the highball, and let's talk about, let's just jump right in here. What'd you like?
3: I loved The Revenant. I really enjoyed it. I must say that uh, I was sad not to see a second time instead seeing a secret screening of Universal Soldier, A New Beginning. The Revenant was just a really great, not just a great genre film for the uh, content plot of it, but just the, the complexity of the development of relationships.
0: Well, I saw it too. Um, I did see it on closing night uh, opposite the secret screening, and it was fabulous, and the audience just had a wonderful time. And This is a movie about a guy who comes back from Iraq dead, and then suddenly he's undead.
3: Mm-hmm. Played by and David then, Anders,
0: I believe. Yeah, I'm really hoping that we'll we'll see that movie again somewhere else, because I think that that, that was a good movie. A little long. I think it could take about a 10-minute trim, especially near the end. What did you see that you
1: liked? Um, my big surprise was uh, A Town Called Panic. Which I would have never thought I would get into because it's basically toys being animated in this ridiculous little town called Panic. And horse, cowboy, and Indian live together. And they have crazy little (laughs) adventures of the very mundane kind for the most part. And it was
0: hilarious. Oh, oh, we were dying. I was sitting next to one of the Austinist writers. And when the little sheep took off, put on their little pajamas, she just started giggling. And she couldn't (laughs) stop stop it was so cute, and the giant Nutella. The toast with a t- toast. Nutella. And oh, yeah. See, we're we're not gonna make any sense talking about this movie because the movie makes no sense. It's from Belgium, I think. Yes, in French.
1: It's in French and it's from Belgium.
0: And um, this is one that Alamo is bringing back in January.
1: I did not know that. That's yes. great. So
0: we're all gonna go see it again. Um, yes, I like horse and and horse's girlfriend.
1: Yes, I a piano her name. teacher.
0: Yeah, the music teacher. It's one of those films like Triplets of Belleville where trying to explain it, you just
1: can't. Right, you just can't.
0: But yeah, that may have been my favorite movie of the festival.
1: Anytime anybody asks me about a film, that's the first one I think of. Oh, yeah. Because it was so surprising. And I also like Private Detective.
0: Private Eye. Private, Private eye. eye. Yes, yeah. yes I keep that was another
1: good find... one. And the, the director's a sweetheart, and I wish I could have stayed longer for oh, the Q&A. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. He was so nice. Uh, the director is, this is a Korean film that is made to it's sort of like a 30s detective noir. Yeah, not quite not noir. Not quite noir.
1: By but... Damon Park, who was here for the entire festival.
0: Yes, and he was so nice. He had some translators, because um, mm-hmm. he didn't speak a lot of English. But boy, he could, in the little English he had, and with the translators, he was just much most charming person.
3: He was. One of the things that that reminds me is in his Q&A, he was talking about, uh, you know, someone was asking how they had, had achieved one of the effects. And that's what I love about this festival is that you get these filmmakers and these compositors and uh, they're talking about, you know, what, what inspired them to make the movie or especially how they achieve certain things. And one of the things that stuck with me was Solomon Cain and, and Bassett. And he was talking about just how they, how they had worked through how a weapon should actually land and how to swing it and all this, the effect it would have. And he talked about the technique on how they did that by getting pigs and dressing them in leather. So that was really interesting because it stayed with me yes. later when I saw... Yes, because you have to know when you're chopping with the, with an axe, how many strikes does it take to pierce leather or to sever... Oh, the poor
0: pigs. Oh, no, they were dead. <laughs> Oh, okay, dead pigs. Dead All pigs. Right. I I was getting really sad there.
3: Yeah, so that that was interesting. I don't know if they had a, you know, barbecue afterwards.
0: But so. <laughs> speaking
1: of barbecue, Jen and I had some adventures.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all went to some of the uh, filmmaker barbecues. Yeah, I went right? to the
1: Smitty's one, which they expanded because everybody was trying to get into that one. And I'd never been to Smitty's before. Now I know why people go nuts over Smitty's because you know, there's no barbecue sauce.
0: Well, let me let me interject here and just back up a little bit. Fantastic Fest does a lot for the filmmakers who come yes. here from out of town, mm-hmm. and that's what this is about. They do um, they do some lunch. There's some luncheons at Tim mm-hmm. and Carrie League's house. Jenna and I went to one of those. There's some barbecue, and they have barbecue outings, and they took some people out to
3: shotgun range, shotgun
0: range, which so. was
3: a lot of fun. Uh, it was interesting. There were a few women there as well who got to shoot that. Okay. So that was that was pretty neat. And I went to Mueller's barbecue in Taylor. Which, it was great because the whole thing is that, you know, Tim kind of wants to have this where the vision is showing filmmakers a taste of Texas. So going to barbecue, they went tubing as well. A a group of about 12 went tubing a few days ago. One of the nice opportunities we had this week as well is that um, getting to meet filmmakers and talk with them, and as I mentioned earlier, I interviewed Carrie Pryor, but also interviewed Tracy Lyman, and that will be on our website soon too as well. It was interesting just from the fact that she's a female filmmaker, originally from Austin, living in L.A. Mm-hmm.
0: And her short film was called Inside, mm-hmm. and it actually played as part of uh, the extreme shorts, or I don't short remember feud, what they uh-huh. were called. Short Fuse, which I think they, they listed as Don't Bring Your Grandma. Mm-hmm. And Tracy was worried because she her parents were actually going to see the film with her. Yep. Tracy's film was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was um, sort of psychological suspense, not so much with the um, dismemberment or anything like that. It I is. wish
1: the shorts had played more than twice. Mm-hmm. It was my biggest issue with the festival this year was some things only played once. So I ended up missing Solomon Kane because I would have missed the very beginning. And the shorts only played twice. I couldn't get to see them. The second time I was at Crazy Race when we got back after it started and they both sold out
0: shorts programs often don't do well at festivals but these shorts programs sold out I think both times because I went to the second animated shorts and it was a full house even on the last day of the festival
1: which was well, good was it's a kind good of, program yeah
0: it was a great program um the fantastic fest shorts were great and one of the things I hope we'll do is see how many of those we can find online as we go on so we mm-hmm. can share them with everybody mm-hmm.
3: um Th- that brings up a. Uh, what you said a minute ago in regards to what we would like to see the festival, uh, keep in mind that Fantastic Fest does send out a survey in regards to what did you like, what do you think could be improved on, um, because I know there are a few other things that have been discussed in regards to, well, first, I think having a short screening and having it early in the day toward the end a festival mm-hmm when a lot of folks are kind of trying to get their second win, and it's something, you know, it's easier to get to in regards to that whole, what's it up against. One issue I had was, and I say I had and also had some filmmakers express concern, was just about the parties in regards to how they were scheduled. It seemed like they were shorter, and they are in such a way that it wasn't like you could... You know, get out of a movie and, it, like, if you went to the midnight screening, there's no way you could get to a party because the parties weren't starting till midnight had well, they started 11. And you see,
0: um, you know, wussy early night girl here, which is mm-hmm. me, um, did not go to a lot of the parties because they started at midnight. Or I went, I went, like I went to Fantastic Feud for an hour, and apparently it got really fun after I left. In fact, a lot of the parties got fun after I left. I'm, I'm trying not to take that oh. personally. I, I found it hard. <laughs> I really have. Yeah. One thing we haven't talked about which i like to spend a minute talking about, is uh, the red carpets. There were four gala screenings of films at the Paramount over three nights on the first weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and there were red carpets attached with all of those. We have pictures from, I think, almost all of those red carpets on Slackerwood. Yes, if you want do. to see pictures of Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson and <laughs> Josh
3: Hutcherson and Chris Massaglia, Meso- the young stars.
0: Oh, see, yeah, I'm too old to know for this. People are very well. Um, <laughs> those are from Vampire's Assistant? Yes. Okay, yes. One of the... Red Red carpets that Debbie and I worked together that I think I enjoyed the most was Zombieland, which I, was my favorite Paramount screening.
1: I wish I'd seen that one. I wish it
0: had been the opening night film. I think it should have been the opening night film. Now, I understand there low. are practical and logistical reasons why it probably wasn't, but the audience went bananas. That film just, everybody seemed to like it, and the red carpet was great.
3: It was very, very well done. I just love it. I, I love it any time that you know, the film companies really go that extra step and work with festivals and make it just a memorable experience. And the fact that you arrive and they had the undead carpet because they had mm-hmm. all of these zombies, not just yes. folks who were uh, gifted in, in zombifying people uh, but that were on the carpet, but mm-hmm. as well as anyone who came down there could get zombified and you got a t-shirt for zombie land if you did that and then also afterwards they passed out more t-shirts and snowballs and twinkies and you have to see <laughs> the movie to understand the twinkies and snowballs except for that i did ask woody harrelson about that because yes. his character um, tallahassee loves twinkies
0: let me set this up woody harrelson in real life is a proponent of raw food eating and woody was in a documentary about raw food uh it was go further with ron
3: mann so I thought it was intriguing that he's a Twinkie-loving character. What is he going to do in this movie?
0: Yes, and if you listen to this clip, you'll understand exactly how they managed that. Still following a raw food diet?
4: Um, high percentage raw, 90-something percent, i think. say.
3: And with the Twinkies, how was that? Was it, was it a little difficult?
4: Well, uh, I, I didn't really eat a real Twinkie. Really? They, they actually had to make something up. But was it difficult? No. It might just spark a healthy Twinkie revolution.
3: That would be wonderful, definitely. That would be. And uh, are you doing any projects with Ron Mann in the future or any particular directors you're looking to work with?
4: I do like Ron Mann but uh, we don't have anything lined up. I saw him just recently and uh, he seems to be thriving so I know he'll have a long career and maybe eventually I'll get to intersect with it again
3: and what's next uh, next
4: on your plate uh, I did a couple of cool movies that I like called uh, one's called the messenger and another one's called Defendor, that I think is pretty cool uh, the messengers coming out in November so I'm just I'm hoping people watch it it's kind of a small movie but uh, very powerful
0: so we also have some other clips one of my favorites was uh, Emma Stone Debbie asked her about the machine guns and other uh, heavy weaponry she used, or or rather her character used in Zombieland. So what was it
3: like to handle all that firepower?
2: Uh, It was pretty cool, except for a lot of the time it was a non-gun, which is basically like a toy gun that makes a popping sound. So it didn't really feel like firepower that often.
3: Did you actually get to go out and kind of handle real guns? Just kind of get an idea of what reaction to have? Yeah,
2: Yeah, I had to go to the uh, shooting range and learn how to shoot a pump shotgun with actual bullets, so that was pretty cool.
3: Well, yeah. it's nice for you to be here at Fantastic Fest. You missed the, the uh, shooting range today while the filmmaking's fantastic. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, you should come back and tell them you want to do that. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And what do you
3: have going next? What's your next project?
2: Uh, the next thing uh, coming out is EZA, uh, and there was a movie I did right before Zombie Land called Paperman, and that's going to the Hamptons Film Festival right now. Great. Yeah. And uh,
3: are you enjoying your time in Austin?
2: Yeah, it's been great. We've only been here for a couple hours, but so far we're just hanging out at a haunted hotel. Fabulous. Yeah. I
3: think the flies are attracted to the zombies. Yeah, they
2: must be. Right. Well, or just me. me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you, Emma. That makes me a little sorry I didn't go to that shotgun range outing. And a little sorry we didn't get Emma Stone to go to that, too.
3: Oh, definitely. I'm sure she would have enjoyed herself out there along yeah. with the other Andy Oakleys we had.
0: Well, you mentioned earlier, Debbie, we talked about special effects and how filmmakers love to talk about special effects at Fantastic Fest. And here we have a clip of Debbie asking Zombieland director Ruben Flusher, about some of the special effects in Zombieland. Wonderful film. I um, have to ask, in um, regards to the special effects, it was really great comedy. How was
3: that just being able to kind of interact, intermingle that together?
4: Uh, the visual effects of the whole thing? Well, we got really lucky because uh, this guy Paul Linden, our visual effects supervisor, is just immensely talented, and we had a really limited budget, but he was able to bring so much production value to the whole thing. I mean, the the... The quality of the the visual effects, I think, stands tall along like many, many other movies, and I'm very proud of that.
3: That's great. And, uh, I mean, as well as just like a young man coming into his manhood, I mean, it's amazing just everything you've played with that. What do you have coming
4: up next? I don't have anything lined up yet. I'm kind of open for whatever opportunities present themselves, so I'm I'm excited.
3: Are you
0: going to be able to stay and enjoy more of Fantastic Fest? Yeah, I'll be here all weekend.
3: Fabulous. Well, I hope we get more opportunity to talk
0: to you later. Great. Thank Thank you you very much. This was my favorite red carpet interview because I'm Vane and Jesse Eisenberg, one of the stars of Zombieland, had some, I think he liked the, our website name.
3: He did. So. He, he really thought it was, and we yeah. always get an interesting <laughs> reaction on the red carpet, but I think Jesse's was yeah. the best. Check it out. Hi, Hi. Debbie with Slackerwood.
2: Hi, <laughs> that's a funny name.
3: Uh, yeah, oh, funny uh, name. Hollywood and Slackers. <laughs> that's, very <laughs> that's, that's very good. good. Um, so uh, this was a great film. We actually got to see in press screening. Oh, fantastic. So I always like to make a, you know this genre film.
2: Um, I really didn't think of it as a genre film because uh, I really didn't have much interest in doing a genre film. But when I read the script, I was surprised that the characters in the movie were so authentic and like rich and like very like uh, sweet and touching people. Like, and they felt like real human beings. So um, that was more important to me than like doing something within a popular genre. Uh, the fact that it's in, is you know, fact that it's like a genre movie that a lot of people will see is like uh, nice because people will get to see, I think, a really good version of that.
3: Yeah, and that, that really struck me as kind of coming-of-age family was a real key to that. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, and what are you looking at? Uh, what are you going, going to be doing next?
2: I'm um, doing else? a movie about the uh, inception of Facebook. Oh, really? And, like, the legal aftermath, uh, the, uh, the lawsuit that uh, kind of occupied a long period of time after the site became so successful.
3: Really? Okay. Are you active on Facebook and Twitter?
2: I'm not at all, but I uh, have to be now for the movie. I'm, you know, slowly learning. Getting through that. Yeah, yeah. A mouse is not a uh, running animal, but something you <laughs> click, apparently.
3: So you're more of a Luddite, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah, I mean, I know how to do Yeah, but, I mean, I'm in college, so I have to know certain things. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, with all the, like, uh, social networking, I have no idea. Now, will
3: you uh, be staying around for more Fantastic Fest? Uh, I have to go to
2: Boston tomorrow to do press, uh, so I'm happy to be here tonight. And while this movie is playing, I will wander around Austin, but ultimately have to go to uh, Austin, Sister City, Boston tomorrow.
3: Oh, I see. Well, yeah. great. Well, thanks so much for your time.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks. I want to see your website. Is it just .com?
3: Uh, yeah, well, it's we got got a cards. it's a great name. Oh, uh, you
2: don't have to give me a card. I will never forget Start that name. With. Yeah, no, yeah. It's great. Well, thanks so much. How's it going,
0: brother? Zombieland is one of the movies that played Fantastic Fest and is actually in theaters now. Debbie has reviewed it on Slackerwood. And I really liked it. Did you get to see it, Jen? I did. I
1: got to see it before I went to the Paramount, which kind of made me sad because that would have been a perfect Paramount crowd.
0: Oh, it was. There's
1: only so many movies Mm -hmm. that you can fit in. Oh. So I had to sacrifice that.
0: (laughs) When Jesse Eisenberg's character says he's from UT and he came Mm -hmm. from Austin, the whole audience just exploded. That
1: would have been fun.
0: So... Yeah, so you really want to see that movie with a big crowd if you can. While we're talking about crowds and craziness, <laughs> I think it is time for somebody to explain the whole chaos reigns thing at Fantastic Fest. I didn't go to a lot of late night parties, and I didn't see the movie that it's. it seems to have come from, which is Antichrist.
1: It, it came from Antichrist, and I believe Nacho Vigalando from Time Crimes who is now a fixture at Fantastic Fest, helped perpetuate this. But there is a scene where those two words are said. And to say more will kind of spoil the movie, although it's a very provocative movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of got picked up as a meme in a very viral way. I mean, it went epidemic. And it actually fit for different things going on in the festival. And things that would normally bug people became more fun because all you do is say whatever and then just chaos reigns (laughs) to the point where the t-shirts sold out. So now there's more t-shirts and there were chants. And at the closing night film for Daybreakers, uh, we had deer, formerly a battle stag, crow, and fox there in the audience. And the Third Reich would have been impressed with our chanting of chaos reigns. It was very impressive. Yeah, And they even got people to say it randomly on camera Throughout the night, and then during the closing night party, before the DJ pretty much shut down, it was a Chaos Reigns chant fest. It was just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) There's a video
0: on YouTube, which we will link to as well. Which is,
1: it it captures the spirit, but if you weren't there, it's one of those things you just have to really be there to truly understand.
0: Yeah. You have to check
3: out. Uh, our Twitter stream as well though I think I know I captured one and Jen probably did as well um, the the penultimate t-shirt was actually not a t-shirt but a <laughs> onesie, <the> onesie.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you to Tiffany yeah, <laughs> Tiffany Sullivan who um, just had a baby and has been at Fantastic Fest I think every year yes. um, yeah. mm-hmm. got a onesie a Chaos Reigns onesie for, for, her, for her her so newborn. I have a picture of that somewhere. Um, I think we all have we to picture yeah. that. We,
3: we do. Have a, I know I posted on our Slackwood stream. And so, and, uh, again, speaking of which, uh, I've learned, I've done it with Carps now to learn how to stage myself. And part of it is, the first thing I always do is, is catch a, a twit pic of someone's getting out of the car mm-hmm. and coming down. So check Slackwood because you'll see a lot of pictures there that we try to get because we're literally right there live before I have to or yeah asking yeah. the important questions.
0: So, yeah, if you check our Twitter feed, there's stuff you will not see on our website because it's mm-hmm. a sort of in the moment. So, fantastic fest. Anything else we want to say to wrap up?
1: My favorite little... Well, my two favorite memories is, one, having seen Alexander Skarsgård being surrounded like a deity with his acolytes, and the guy ended up being the sweetest person. Very, very oh, polite. Oh, he was so nice. But my favorite little moment was introducing... Corey Maccabee of Stingray Sam Mm -hmm. to Dublin Dr. Pepper.
0: Oh, he liked Dublin Dr. Pepper, huh?
1: The the drugstore next door to the highball has them. So he went over and got one because Chris Holland and I grabbed one and came into the highball back before they were serving that day. And another convert. It made me happy. (laughs) One of my
0: favorite moments was, uh, I saw the movie Bronson, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, let me just say as an aside... I never thought I would like a movie that where a character spends the film beating everybody up in various ways. But, wow, you should see this if you can. I'm hoping it'll, it'll get distribution and we'll see it. It
1: should be opening, I believe, next month. Oh, really? Cool. Yes. We'll,
0: we'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, but Blake Etheridge of Cinema is Dope and a Fantastic Fest programmer did the intro. And he did not spend the time talking. This is not Robert Osborne. This is like the anti-Robert Osborne. He did not spend the time giving us background about the film or anything. He um, sang a little song to the tune of <laughs> Jailhouse Rock, and he danced for us. Wow. Uh, that Also on YouTube, we're just going to have a giant YouTube list by the time we're done this week. Debbie, anything stick out in your mind?
3: Oh, my goodness. It was such a whirlwind. It's so hard to, you know, when you look back at the, at the week, um, I just have to say, just all the movies were just great. I... think I only really saw one or two that I was like oh I should have seen another one so uh as far as a highlight I think I'm at a loss (laughs) you know I can't believe that
0: well I fell asleep during one I'm not going to say which one it was because it was a really good movie and one of the reasons I I just was too tired
3: I I guess the highlight is just the nice little moments interactions that you'd go through that you flip through and as you were talking about um you know, like moments with Jake West and just how bubbly and how personable he was. Mm-hmm. He was just so
1: much fun. Now and what
3: movie did Jake West Doghouse
1: with okay. Danny Dyer, and that was great.
3: And also, <laughs> never I never
1: wanna... ever get on a tour bus or shuttle bus with Danny Dyer. Yeah. Ever. That was oh, the second movie he said that with. <laughs> and I also have to give kudos to Jen for the work that she really put
3: into all the guides because that was the thing that I had a lot of comments on from oh. folks was okay. how, much, how helpful it was, not just from people who were who were visiting from out of town, but also I talked to someone who used to live in Austin, had been away for a few years, and he told me how helpful it was uh, for him to enjoy his festival. So. Oh, well, glad to help, folks. Hopefully she'll be in so. my guidance as I start to work on the Austin Film Festival uh,
0: Austin guides. Film Festival, and oh, something that I forgot to mention earlier that I'm just going to slip in now. Woody Harrelson mentions in that clip that one of his upcoming movies is The Messenger. Mm-hmm. That is the centerpiece film for Austin Film Festival.
1: Ooh! So okay. you
0: see the stuff just keeps going on and on, and we're really excited. Yes, we'll be covering Austin Film Festival a lot this year as well. Um, we'll hopefully have some guides and other helpful preview information. We've got lots of plans of cool stuff. And mm-hmm. keep an eye out for it because that starts uh, later this month, I believe, on October twenty second.
1: Yeah, I actually have a few yeah. weeks between festivals,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we all have to get rid of our colds and our fantastic you know, flu. Yeah, sleep deprivation. We've got until October twenty second. So you've been listening to podcast number fourteen on Slackerwood. I'm Jack Crnian.
1: I'm Jen Brown. I'm Debbie Strode, and, and our audio UK. engineer Chip Robbins- Rosenthal. But I can't speak because I've got fantastic flu. <laughs>
0: So tune in next time, bye.